Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. What's up, guys? <laughs> are you? I cannot get a single intro. Well, I wanted, I wanted to give you hope, but then you thought I would give you hope, so this time I took the hope away and just started off with the yell. It was a calculated chess move. So one board on one piece, I put it forward two, but the other pawn, I just put forward one, and you didn't see it coming. It's a well-calculated tactile move. Is that going to be your thing now, where I can't even actually get an intro in? No. And you're just going to no, jump right on in? Maybe. I just want to keep it fresh, you know? We have to be unique. Do we, though? Uniki. Uniki? Unike. Right. This, you know what? Well, we'll talk about your latest video and how that intro perfectly encapsulates what this show, this whole channel, really is. Twenty nineteen, baby. Um, we got uh, it's Kyle with us today. Eric is not here. He's busy preparing for Resident Evil Two coming out. Don't uh, expect a video though, because he hasn't put out. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I want I want us to have like to do a series on that <laughs> on Eric not putting out content. Oh, we should do that. That's a good series. That's gonna be a that's gonna be like a two episode series. No, it's just gonna be us producing a minute clip of just like going to Eric's house and just going, "Hey, Eric, you gonna make a video today?" And he's gonna be like, "Nope, nope." And all right, cool. And that will just end. Segment, like, comment, subscribe. The second the second video is going to be us going through our YouTube channel and be like, oh, it's no Eric videos. It's weird. And then that's it. 30 seconds. I, I feel like we should try. Let's try to make that a series. Is Eric going to make content this week? <laughs> that could be a standalone one episode. I, I don't know. I think if, I mean, we've already kind of made the joke of YouTubers, like anybody who watches YouTube knows, like, comment, subscribe. I've no avo- I have tried my best to avoid doing that. I yeah, because I mean, like I said in Minion Masters, who doesn't know how to do that now? Right. So like we at this point, we kind of just make a farce out of it. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, let's figure it out on Facebook, and then like next up, I'm pretty sure one of my episodes was just like yeah, I just do this, guys. So it's fine. I'm not gonna pay. Yeah. I'm just like whatever. It's. Yeah, if it, you hate us, you hate us. You're not gonna, you're not gonna like and subscribe because I asked you to. And like nobody's ever clicked away from a video. And go, oh, I forgot to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> like it's so stupid. I should have let the comment. You guys suck. Oh my gosh. Dislike, so, unsubscribe. So I think that I, in a way to kind of get in with the YouTube algorithm and to kind of just make a farce out of everything, just go up to Eric every week and go, Hey, you gonna make a video? No. All right, cool. See ya. It's going to be like one of those videos where it's like, I chew gum for six minutes. Except it's going to be, we ask Eric every week if he's going to make a video. It'll be better than clickbait BuzzFeed videos. Oh my God, BuzzFeed. I know. I, 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 I this is not the platform for it. It's not our gaming podcast. Right. But I want to make jokes so much about that whole thing. And I'm just going to keep it as vague as that. Uh, can we talk about your intro and how glorious that was? Yeah, but first we should, I guess we should, you know, in case you live under a rock and didn't see the posts, we have a new video out again. Uh, this week we played Damasaur by Atlantic Entertainment. Yes. I even remember the date it was released, November 4th, 2018. Wow, that is oddly specific. Okay, I, so this game just came out recently. This, this, yeah, it did. Which um, is a lot better than all of our other games, which came out two or three years ago. Not true, actually. Um, the Dummy Experiment came out on January 20th of 2018, 
And then when I played Salt of Singularity, it had come out like December like 13th, I oh, think. Good for you for like knowing the release dates and doing research. I mean, yeah, I liked these guys worked hard on games. Atlantic Entertainment actually responded to us. They did. Now they're a friend of the show, now, with, whether they want to be or not. Yes, that is true. They are a friend of the show now. And I was really surprised because we, I think other than Lunchbox. Oh, is it, Lunch- it was Lunchbox. Oh, it was Lunchbox. Yep. Okay. Lunchbox, like, sent a retweet saying thanks. Yeah, they were like, thoughtful review with funny jokes. And I was like, haha, it wasn't funny, but thanks. It wasn't funny. No, like... some of them were. <laughs> some of them were okay. But Lunchbox was the first, and now um, Atlantic Entertainment on their Facebook page, uh, I guess they shared it. Yes, they shared it. And, like, this is the thing. Like, Lunchbox kind of put, like, a sentence, and that was cool. Yeah. Like, Atlantic actually put like a good amount of and they also re-hashtagged the hashtag that i left like it's <laughs> new year new meme exactly this was definitely a quote speak to your soul episode <laughs> which means they watched the episode which means they watched the full thing which i'm so i'm gonna apologize ahead of time to atlantic oh man that, don't apologize that was not only that was that a, that was actually a good episode i think that, that is our best episode that is our best episode. It was like short enough, but it also was like, I don't know. I had fun with that one. It was fun to record it, but it was fun to play shooting dinosaurs while talking about life. thought that was kind of fun. How, like, going into that, like, going in recording that, like, when did you realize I'm going to make this motivational? Um, I, I really didn't, actually. I think, uh, I think it started when I said that you can, I found out you can jump in the game. Which they told me you could jump, but they told me you couldn't jump over dinosaurs. And I was like, well, then what's the point of jumping? But I accidentally jumped over. I want to say it was like a velociraptor or something. And I was like, they were wrong. I can do this. And then it just turned into like, well, I mean, I can do whatever. This is 2019. This is the year of I should do this. Or I, you know, instead of I can, it's I should. Instead of, you know, it was, it was a nice little change. It was oddly inspiring. It was. It had. I was trying to make sure, though, that people didn't think that I was, like, encouraging them to, like, go and beat the out of somebody. Oops. Sorry. I said that in the video. That's why I said it again. I know. Um, yeah, no, I was like, I, wa- I don't want these guys to take this advice and be like, well, I should take my skillet and go assault, you know, the neighbor's dog. Like, that's not what I'm saying to do. So you're trying to like be Positive. motivational without creating the next hitler yes exactly i, I don't want to create someone that's going to be like well this guy on youtube told me to do it and i'd be like that's not true i didn't tell you whoa. to do that at all like, whoa there guy i'm like whoa i told you to like i don't know try baking a cake instead of like eating pizza or something you know yeah or i don't know eat two cupcakes instead of one oh. don't all right very good mm. um but yeah that was their first game it was a fun game too. yeah very fun. It was game. fun. Uh, it looks it surprisingly looked a lot of fun for some reason. It does have a uh, multiplayer, so if you got a friend out there and you guys want to shoot dinosaurs on a side scroller for a little bit, that's the way to do it. Oh my gosh, I'm I don't know what to think about. I don't, <laughs> well, who's the second character gonna be? I don't know. Are you another lolly with another gun, or Are, is it a lolly with the? Uh, she had what brown hair? Uh the lolly had pink hair. Pink hair. Okay, she so had, wait, she gonna have brown hair or something? She, maybe maybe she has brown hair original. I don't even remember. That, that could be the. It I'm could be colorblind. literally just like oh that's right. So, <laughs> I, I I always forget that every time. And of course, the worst time was when we played Splendor, oh. and you go, these are all color pieces, aren't they? And I go, oh yeah, that's right. Because they were all like the same. Like I can differentiate mild colors sometimes. Like I can tell. Like I've learned what colors they should be. But, like, in my head, they were all the same color. And I'm like, these are all, like, either really dark pieces or they are all just the same color. 
What colors can you like not see? Um, well, I know that shades are really bad. So if you give me like a dark blue and a, like people are, well, I have a problem too. I'm like, well, okay, but it's not a problem for you. Like teal is just a, it's a mess. Like we had teal jerseys. I don't even know what color I thought they were. Like sometimes, like sometimes I put it on. I'm like, why am I wearing a full black jersey? And they're like, that's teal. And I'm like, oh, well, all right. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I'm now, not... did any of them actually know you were colorblind when you said that? Because I'm pretty sure, like, out of context, mm. they just think you're an idiot. Yeah, I think they just thought... I mean, they probably just thought I was an idiot, to be fair. I mean, I was playing goalie, so, like, I'm voluntarily putting myself in front of a moving puck. Are, are goalies, like... is Are they stereotyped as being stupid? They're stereotyped as being weird, typically. Really? Yeah. Very, very common stereotype is the goalie is a very weird person. I didn't know that. Some of them are. I mean, the ones that I've met that are like, I don't know, man. Some of them get real psyched out about some weird stuff. I think my weird thing is like, I hate it when I get scored on. Which you think is normal, but like, we could be winning 8 to nothing, And if I get scored on, I'm probably going to be really upset about that. I'll be like, actually mad. Not, not the team, I'll be mad at myself mostly. I hate getting practices... You know, warm ups. I just hate getting scored on. At I, all. I can I can relate to that because I was a goalie. Now, granted, it wasn't hockey; it was soccer. But yeah, I felt the same way. I was furious. I oh, just yeah. hated it. Well, I had one season where I didn't let a goal go by, so I was happy about that. I made up. <laughs> there was one. I had one really bad season, and next year, not a single ball went by. That's so I, I was happy. I was six. Chase Bunker. You two have been good recently, yeah. but it's when you're together is when you are absolutely at your worst. Eric Vasquez. And it's literally like you do your fusion dance and like you go like, oh, hey, relatively decent co-host, relatively like decent co-host, absolute garbage, show killing. Kyle Helmstetter. And now we are one. Yeah, you. <laughs> this is that game show. So I don't, did you go to Atronicon this year at all? I didn't go. Okay. But I saw a lot of pictures from the event. Okay, yeah, so... I went to Atronicon over at the Orlando Science Center. It's a lot of fun. We go there every year. And we saw a whole bunch of, or I guess I saw, it was like, I went with my girlfriend. We met up with a whole bunch of like indie devs. Like a lot of like indie game developers come out there and they show off their stuff. They're usually based around the Orlando area. Hmm. And are they typically like graduates of like Full Sail or like students there? Or are they just like they freelance? Vary. They vary. They vary okay. because one of them was uh, a guy over at UCF. He runs the, um, it's not the gaming nights. It's, it's the, it's something gaming related, but like he worked on a game jam. So he created Super Hamster Havoc, which was like this 2D battle royale with hamsters and it was it was fun like that it was mindless fun they had one mode where it's just like heat seeking rockets and that's it <laughs> so it, it kind of sounds so far like a cross between overwatch and like final Fortnite or something it, it kind of i need to find <laughs> i have like a whole bunch of vi business cards i need to figure out who was what because i i talked to so many people um let me see i think yes it was a uh, soul kate i believe if I'm wrong, they at least got free advertising. They got free advertising. Yeah, Soulcade created Super Hamster Havoc. They're working on it. They're going to try to get it out this year. I played, um, oh, something with like a Wiffle Ball. And I want to say it was like Wiffle, Wiffle Masters. Ball. I was just taking a shot at the name. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like Wiffle Masters. And every name was like uproariously raunchy, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I can imagine. Yes. So you know how like whenever you get drunk and play Jackbox and they try to think of, like the most raunchiest name possible, usually involving like usually a like private part urethral beads. 
Yes, something like that. Like, like that's one of the characters. Like it's just a name generator. Yeah. And so that was it was unique. It was just like you shoot a wiffle ball once, and then you have to try like run around, survive, and all that. So that was kind of cool. Oh, I play that game with arrows, and I shoot it in the sky, and you have to stand still, and if it hits you, you lose. You ever played that? It's the most dangerous game. Which I believe is also a book. It is. You read it? Yes. It's a good book. It's one of the five books I've read. Which is why the greatest movie I ever read that or the greatest movie I ever watched that was based off a book was The Meg. Shut up, Meg. It's a megalodon. That movie almost looked good. The movie, it it's, it's so good. over the top. Anyway. All right. But uh, the main thing, the main game that I spoke with a whole bunch of attendees, and they said this was the best game, and I agree with them, and it was called Kiwi, where you play as two kiwis. Not that, the fruit. Not not the fruit. The <laughs> it's just where we established, not the fruit. We, we established that it is not the fruit. And they work at the postal office, the post office, mm. and they have different tasks they have to do, whether it be making messages or like sending packages to a certain location. Like the way it was laid out, it's kind of a little bit like overcooked. Mm. Except you're not trying to get stars; you're trying to complete the objectives within a certain time limit. Mm. And then, you know, if you beat it within a certain time, you get medals and all that. They're so, still... pretty normal for that kind of... Like, that kind of game is typically built in around either the time, or like a scoring system, or the time. Yes. So. But it was for, like... I'm not doing it justice by talking about it the way I am. I, it's one of those that you have to play, and you're just like, I don't know why, I don't know how, I'm really enjoying this. You shared, if I recall correctly, you shared a video of, not you playing it, but like of a, of a simulation of it. Yes. On our Facebook page. So if you guys want to check that out, mm-hmm. the name of it is Kiwi. It's like K-E-Y-W-E-I. Yeah. No, it's just uh, K-E-Y-W-E. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you guys can check it out there if you yes. want to like actually see it in action. Mm-hmm. But I Yeah, I talked with the uh, developers there for a while. They're from the Orlando area, and they were just really nice. Like, we talked, like... Gosh, we played, I think, for about 10 minutes. I think we talked for, like, 20. So, like, we talked for a good long time. There, It was really cool, so I'm really looking forward to that. And I think that is something you want to keep on your radar is Kiwi. Uh, I think right now they're trying to go for the uh, the consoles right now and then go to PC later Any on. Any chance we'll uh, be able to get it on the show? Maybe do a little uh, underratedly unheard of? Um. I will try. The problem is we don't necessarily have a release date yet. That's fair. I mean, no, that's a fair thing. That's a fair... That's that's usually the number one thing you need to, to play a game. Yeah, you need a release date. And well, and that's, the game itself. Well, that, those are the two more the important two, things yeah. you need. You need a release date yeah. and you need an actual game yeah. in order to be successful. That's true. Ask Kingdom Hearts. They know, they know all about release dates. Is that actually coming out now? I think so. I think it's coming out like the 29th of January. I, that's, so that's, that's what, a few days away. I feel like with Kingdom Hearts, it's one of those, I have to believe it until it, I have, I'll believe it when I see it. I will also believe it when I see it. And you know what? I actually have not pre, pre-ordered uh, it because, one, I think when it was released, or when it was announced, there was like a bunch of games that I was like, wow, I, I want these too. And I was like, which one's most likely to come out? And I picked the ones that were most likely to be released on which time. Which ones uh, did you choose? Well, I know, I want to say, 
Oh, I don't really remember, honestly. Because I don't really remember when Kingdom Hearts was actually announced, like the third one. I mean, it's been announced for 10 years, but... Well, maybe... yeah, but... I don't remember, because I thought, like, in this most recent E3, they kind of gave out, like, a, a, a release date for it. I think they said 2019, and everyone's like, that's the release date! Mm. Which is one of the more vague release dates out there. I remember when I was, when I pre-ordered Let's Go Pikachu, and I also pre-ordered Smash Brothers Ultimate. That was a game that was, I was going to pre-order at the time, but I was like, these two games are like, I, I need them both. Yeah, and I think you might have made the right decision on both of those, just because one, I know how much you like Pokemon, two, no. Smash Ultimate, like it's... Yeah, Smash Ultimate's a very fun game. Yeah. Um, speaking, let's, let's kind of change topics, we'll talk about developers, but it's a developer that's in hot water, and that is Randy Pitchford of gearbox have you heard some of this story i've heard bits and pieces okay so apparently they are suing somebody they're, they're suing somebody for something i don't know i forget what it is but that person is coming back and suing pitchford and saying all these things including like he has underage pornography on a oh, usb disc that's not good and well pitchford is adamantly oh denied yeah. that like, yeah. he's like, that's not true. Like, I think he even said, like, this one I could be wrong on. I had something on there that I had for a show, uh, not underage. And he lost that thumb drive at Medieval Times. That was That's an important thing, that he lost said thumb drive at Medieval Times. Mm. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I have a funny story with Randy Pitchford. I don't know if I've told you this. Um, there was a Twitter thread between him... Cliff Blazinski, formerly of Epic and now um, uh, Bosky, which I think he also left that as well. And it's, so I think he's like a purgatory state, but that's neither here nor there. And Adam Sessler, three titans in gaming. And they're talking about how Bethesda is getting a lot of hate. Yeah. Because of Fallout 76. Yeah. And so they're all, you know, kind of giving off their thing about like the, the flack that they've gotten for certain things. Pitchford's gotten it for Alien Colonial Marines. Um, Sessler just gets washed up guy, which, by the way, not washed up. And I kind of told him that, which he complimented me, so I was happy. Like, that, it, was, it oddly made me happy for somebody who I've never met, but I've kind of idolized over the years. And I think they just made fun of Cliff Blazinski just because he's Cliff Blazinski. I don't know. Because people are savage. So I kind of give my take on, you know, how... You know, people are just, they just have the security blanket of Twitter. You're never going to meet them, so they feel like it's okay, blah, blah, blah. It's not okay, but it's neither here nor there. I don't get a response from anybody. I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Until two days later, when I wake up, and I just see this one tweet that says, Randy Pitchford replied, please kindly f*** off. You're going to have to censor that. I know. I know. But for the sake of the story, <laughs> that's what he said. And I was I was taken aback and I was laughing hysterically. I'm like, I didn't think I said anything that bad. But then I opened up the thread and apparently there was a massive thing and someone insulted him. So he just lashed out at that and I thought it was hysterical. Just because out of context, he's telling me to bleep off. Chase Bunker. That is it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care. Kyle Helmstetter. Wait, what? I don't know what I just said.
Take care. That's what I meant to say. Nailed it. Nailed it. This is that game show. So, how familiar are you with the uh, the Bungie Activision split that just occurred recently? Um, I I kind of witnessed it in real time just because of Jason Schreier from Kotaku was kind of live tweeting about it. Are you surprised by it at all? Um, for the well, let's for, let's, let's yeah, give context real quick. For those of you who don't know, Bungie has parted ways with Activision, and now Bungie has, like, I guess, complete control over Destiny. Yep, yep. Pardon the joke and puns and all that. And I guess they're going more independent now. That's what it sounds like from all of the things that, that their spokespeople came out and said. Um, I'm happy for them because from what I've heard, Bungie had a lot more ideas with Destiny that they wanted to do, but... They couldn't because of time, time, uh, time constraints. Yeah, like Activision wanted this game out now, and that's why the first Destiny didn't necessarily do as well. Now, did you play Destiny One? I know you played two because you. I haven't played one. I never played one. I wasn't really sucked into the hype. I thought it was a really cool idea. I just couldn't justify spending sixty dollars because I have no friends to play with. No, but I got Destiny Two for free on the uh, PlayStation Four network. Right. And I played it with my friend, and it's a pretty fun game. It's a fun game. It's a fun game that I really like the the layout it has, and, and it feels kind of like a, a, I mean, disagreement, but a futuristic, like, Monster Hunter-esque kind of thing, like, with the multiplayer aspects of it. Right. Uh, I never played Destiny 1, though it was the one, like, it's one of the few times I've ever been right about a game and saying that this game is not going to be good because of all the publicity it got. Yeah. Because I've said on the show numerous times, like, the last game that got that much publicity and getting the quote-unquote Game of the Year nominations before it came out was Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. So, that that's why I wasn't surprised about the first one. Now, the second one, I actually enjoyed it, and it sucks that, like, it's, it had a negative stigma coming yes. in. It already had it. It wasn't going to shed it. It was stuck with it until it proved people wrong. Which right. I think it, it did, but it still had some of the same complaints. I, I I looked at that separation, and I thought, I hope Blizzard does this too. Because Blizzard, for a while, was putting out games like every three years, and we were okay with it. But Activision's like, no, we need more games out yeah. out the pipeline right now so they've moved people from heroes and so now like heroes is a set it's i'm not saying it's a dead game but i know that the player player base has gone down yeah because of it because it's like why bother we know that you have a plan but at the same time hgc was a plan and now nobody's playing it so uh, nobody's in it anymore yeah so i hope blizzard does the same thing to be honest i think activision has been getting a little bit greedy you're seeing a lot Gosh, and I just realized there's a lot more that we could talk about, and I'll, we'll try to be brief. But I'm I hope Bungie succeeds in their next project. If it's Destiny Three, cool, good for them, and I hope they get a lot of creative control. But I'm glad to see now that these companies are getting away from these big name publishers. Bungie, when they put out the Halo series before they gave it up to three four three, Bungie was. In my, they they were very meticulously solid with the game. Halo yes. Halo Three especially because that's the one that we know the best. Yes. Halo Three, Halo 3 was a. I mean, I'm gonna say it, it was a masterpiece for its time. Yes, it was. That was 
I mean, people came home and regularly played that game no matter what age you were. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the fan base... It could, like any big game, it's gonna have its toxicity. But yes. like Bungie did an awesome job at, at, at keeping that game relevant and also keeping it like tamed. Mm-hmm. People didn't get out of control in that game too often. No, you're you're absolutely right, and that is like in that generation of consoles, that is probably one of the best games that came out of that. And I think if they're given time, and they, I think they put a lot of their focus in Halo Three anyway, which was really nice. Like mm-hmm. as a as a whole developing studio, they were focused on this game, and they're like, we can make money off of other things, sure, if we split our resources. But like, this is our masterpiece. This is our baby. Like, let's nurture it and see it grow. And I think that's what game companies trying to get away from a little bit sometimes. And yeah. I'm I'm hoping that Bungie kind of sticks to it. And if it's Destiny Three, then I hope they put as much effort as they need into it. Right. Um, there was another, there was another few things I wanted to talk about as well. Um, especially we had like EA now canceling another Star Wars game. Yeah. And you probably saw this on Twitter. I kind of went off on our Twitter page at that underscore game show. EA, I, I don't know. I still don't know what happened to EA that made them so hated considering the fact that they put out quality content in the early 2000s and now they are just this hated prospect that I think has only put out two games. They've only put out two Star Wars games yeah. since acquiring the license and um, or acquiring the exclusivity license, I should say. And it was Battlefront 1 and 2, which Battlefront 1 was essentially Battlefield but with lasers. Right. And you could say, yeah, you know, about... Old Republic. Old Republic, when it came out, was amazing. Like, it was the first time World of Warcraft actually felt threatened. Mm. But then, all of a sudden, they're like, alright, gut half the staff. I think people... I mean, obviously, there's microtransactions, which we didn't have in the other days of EA. Back yeah. in 2006 to... Well, probably 2010, I'd say. It's around... <sighs> microtransactions... Well, I'm talking like the glory of EA, okay, like 2006, okay, like 2010. I mean, they're yeah. they're obviously still one of the most powerhouse in the industry. But yes, I'm talking like we we recognize. I mean, Need for Speed. You got games. Need for Speed, Burnout, yeah. James Bond series. Oh, yeah. Um, you, not, it's, not, it's also not even including like all the sports games that were really good. The sports games that were compete, but that competition with 2K at the time. Yes, because 2K at that point was also trying to keep up with all the other things. You had you mm-hmm. had NCAA as the series, which was huge. Yes. which they discontinued at one point. Not them though. That's not their fault. That's I'll, not I'll them. Give them. That. That's not them. But like you have these these pinnacle games that you you look at the reviews for them and they're stunningly high. Yes. you're talking like ninety eight percent, four point eight out of five stars kind of things on massive level of reviews, and you're like, how do they do this? And now it's just like people like you look at the sports games that come out, two stars if that, one and a half on like games like Madden's NHL, the only, like Madden and FIFA are their two biggest ones. But Madden and- still has a two point like two rating out of five. Well, Madden like they now don't have any. Because of the competition and well, the, the quality's gone down. That's why they've had like lawsuit after lawsuit because they're like, this quality's gone there's down. There's no competition. It's also just, and, and you look at the microtransactions, and I think that's why EA is such a debated game uh, developer now, is just because it's like they know they're the top. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's wrong of them because they're still putting out good games. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. It's just 
you know, yeah, a lot of people don't like that extra aspect to it. And I'm not a huge fan of, honestly, I, I think that they aren't putting in full effort into some of these games. I don't, it's not that they're not listening because I do think that they hear people. I just think that they don't really care. They're just like, well, I like this feature and it's a relatively okay feature. So we're not going to remove it because then we have to implement something else. And that's a lot of work right. and money. It's a lot of money that, I mean, they have it, but why spend it if you don't need to spend it? And of course, I'm also playing A Way Out right now, which is an EA original, so I'm wondering like what they're going to... Like, I'm liking that they're at least branching out and letting like indie devs kind of do their own thing, and they'll be like, hey, we'll publish it. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're at least doing that, so I don't want to be completely against EA. I don't think that they're a scumbag company as much as everyone gives them credit for. I don't think so either. I, I do think that they, they know they're the top kingpin, and... <laughs> Until someone dethrones them, they're just going to remain there. Right. That's the end of it. Um, And I'm so worried about Anthem. Because Anthem looks really good, but yeah. I don't know, like, what they're going to do. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for it, but at the same time... There's a lot. Of, there's always going to be that little bit of fear. Right. Um, by the way, did you watch any of the Mortal Kombat 11 unveiling? I did not. It, it, it's really crazy. Because they, they showed off one Ronda Rousey's Sonya Blade. I did. I, I remember uh, reading something about that. And so they, there was that. And then they have a character whose fatalities literally, they can punch your face off. Where they literally, he literally punches you in the back of your, your head and your face just comes off. I just thought, that's where we've gotten. That's how far we've gone now. Is violence in video games inspiring the youth? Oh, god! Let's find out. Do you know how many papers I've done on that in high school? How many, like, in college, too. Like, I've I, done... I stayed away from it in college. Uh, it's too hot. To, that's a too hot of a topic. I did a lot of research papers on that and how horrible of a study they originally did on, like, oh, does violence affect you? And they played two... They, they tased people. Not tased, they gave <laughs> electrical shock. They tased people. Um, when they played Mortal Kombat and when they played Mist. Oh, God. And they said the Mortal Kombat people got tased more. I'm like, well, yeah, those are two totally different things. Yeah, I mean, Mortal You're Kombat. in a competitive atmosphere. It was any time, like, the adrenaline got up. And it's like, that's because yeah. it's a competitive atmosphere. It's, it's a head-to-head fighting. Whereas compared to Mist, you're thinking. It's two totally different things. If I got tased when I was playing Mortal Kombat, I can't promise that I wouldn't try and tear someone's spine out, but it wouldn't be because I've played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It would just be because you tased me when I'm playing the exactly. video. Exactly. Um, and we'll wrap it up with this last question. Have you seen the John Wick 3 trailer yet? Yes. I'm so happy for this movie. Like, it, you could probably even agree, like, if this movie is even remotely good, and if you haven't seen the trailer, I, I'm not going to say anything else. I want you to just watch it. Um... If this is even remotely good, I think this is probably the, ex- the best action movie trilogy of all time. Let's put John Wick in uh, Endgame and watch Thanos just get his ass beat. Put him in, what, put him in Avengers yeah. Endgame? Okay. I, I thought you said Endgame. I'm like, which game? Nah, you just Endgame. Vague. Put him in Endgame. There was that meme. I know, I saw, to? Yeah. Okay. When That's... he snaps and his dog disappears. That's a good <laughs> hey, guys, check out my new dog. Um... I realized also, as I was editing the last episode, that I completely forgot about the Homer getting hit with the chair meme. Oh, I know. I saw you post about that. I think you texted me as well, and I was like, that yeah. was a really solid meme. I don't know if I would have put it, though, in the top, but... Ooh, I don't know. That would have been good. 
Um, we had some people give out their best games. Uh, Pat Gone Mad R on Twitter said, Game of the Year was Iconoclast, Disappointing, Onrush, Biggest Surprise was Iconoclast, and uh, Spyro Best Remake. He didn't have a meme of the year. I, I like the Spyro pick. That's a pretty hot Spyro one. Spyro pick was a good one. But uh, anything else you want to add? Um, same same stuff as last week. All right. Um, first off, uh, thanks special thanks to our friends over at Power Glove for letting us use their music. Of course, for tour dates, merch, and music, go to powergloveband.com. Special thanks to Atlantic for uh, just giving us a shout out, really. And yeah, it's, it's appreciated, and it was a fun game. Good job, guys. Hopefully, uh, if you ever come up with an update on the game or you have another game you put out. I'll be more than happy to uh, talk more life, you know, lessons on it while I do whatever it is that I'm going to have to do. And again, that's Atlantic Entertainment, E-V-L-A-N-I-C Entertainment. You can check them out on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, special thanks, of course, to Stoneweed for letting me play Kiwi. Uh, so you can check them out. Let me pull, pull up their information. I was trying to be subtle, but I'm too fast. Uh, KiwiGame.com, K-E-Y-W-E Game.com, Facebook.com slash Stoneweed, and you can follow them on Twitter at Stoneweed. You can follow us on Twitter at that underscore game show, and like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash that game show show. We've also, I've been on the Instagram a little bit, so if you guys want to check us out, we are that underscore game show. All right. Um, anything else? That'll wrap it up. Uh, if you guys have any requests, obviously let us know. If you have any theories about Endgame, that's the Avengers movie, we're always listening. Uh, there's been some really cool ones that we've seen, so, you know, if, even if it doesn't make any sense, why don't you just drop it on there? All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that game show show. And follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash that game show show.